listeners, here today on Free to Say, we'll begin our four-part series on the family unit, past, present, and future. Our focus in this segment will be the fathers of old, the present, and to come. Let's listen as our commentator, Average Joe, Danny Anderson, is free to say. Here's one thing I can tell you, at least my father and my granddaddy's generation, they were hard workers, but it's the type of hard work that there were no options for. You either gonna work and survive, or you ain't gonna work. Well, there were, there, that's not even an option from what I know. Um, my father in particular, there was 20 of them. 20 plus, I think. And, you know, some died when they were babies and some died, you know, as they, they got older. I, I need to get that exact number, but it's 20, 21, something like that. They did. They had they had a huge family unit. So, literally, my grandfather was a stud. So, you know, that term has sort of been perverted. Now, it's like you call somebody a stud, it's like ladies' man. Or, uh, he was literally a stud. So, I, I would say my father was educated by virtue of uh, – Signing up and just enrolling in the Air Force. These were these were hands-on farming. This is just farming, and this is farming. You you're basically with. In terms of my grandfather, it was let's make these babies so they can work the farm. And by by them working the farm, they're providing their own food. And there's not it's one of those things like you're not gonna be in this family and not work. You're gonna work. You ever heard that the term from can't see to can't see? <laughs> you you're working from before the sun gets up and after the sun goes down that right there they're they're not gonna get those two syllables out they're not gonna get past that first and second syllable because you can get knocked upside the head let's really talk about that and and there's a certain degree of truth to that like I don't, I got whooped. I'm not saying I was abused, but I got whooped. Now you can always tell people that the kids that grew up that got whooped. Uh, I don't lay my hands on my son. It's humiliating. I do believe in discipline. Uh, however, my son was premature, so when he was three months premature, that shifted my whole. It was just like it's different. It's different. It ain't like, and I'm not saying my son is less than or more than anyone else, but. It's a different ball game when it's you and your father versus you and your son. Does that make sense? And I know my son's the type of kid that I don't have to touch him. I don't have to whoop him. I don't because with my son, all I got to do is raise my voice. And for him, he puts all his value in me being disappointed and or proud. So we're talking about my grandfather and my father. And, and I've said this before. I'm not like them. I'm not. They're, they're not aggressive, but they're more of the like the man's man, they're disciplined, they're, they're quiet, they keep to themselves, like they will whoop your ass. It's that type of mentality. I'm not like that. I'm testing the limits a little bit, but at, in my heart of hearts, I knew what it was. Isn't that what respect is? It's just a different take on what fear is. I could be wrong. I'm just talking just from a regular person's standpoint. Ain't that what respect is? It's not. It's, it's a type of fear that I know that it would escalate to something that I don't want it to escalate. We unplug. You plug in with certain things. He, he receives tutoring for his reading. So we'll plug in then. Hey, I need you to get online and look these things up. I still monitor what he does. 
uh, when he's on his YouTube account, I have access to that. <laughs> so I log in and I'll, I'll check that. But at the same time, there, there are things like, like streaming. I stream a lot of movies. There are movies that are, some people would say, risque. Where it definitely goes into homosexuality, transgenderism, um, uh, slavery. I mean, everything that you can pretty much think of. They've made a movie to sort of reflect what's going on. And then you add on top of that, like Star Wars and all these uh, imaginary things that go on. I literally just have an upfront and open discussion with my son. When we talk about, uh, there was one time he seen something on TV. He's like, that's really a man. That's not that's not a woman, Dad, but he looks like a woman. It's like, right. But does his decision to be whatever he wants to be, is that hurting you right now? He says, no. I said, then we're good. We love people. Sometimes you, you got to stick to what you know. And I let him know, we're Andersons. We don't do that. <laughs> We are not gay. Right now, to me, at his age, he doesn't need to entertain the idea that this is a possibility for him because he's just too young to deal with. In my mind, he's too young to really, really know what those ramifications mean. You're talking about a young black kid that's going to grow up here in North Carolina, to me. When he gets old enough to really understand it and he matures and a lot of the mistakes he's made and a lot of the good decisions he's made. He'll get to a point where I, you know, I just kind of go off of that energy and I feel like he knows what he's saying. I don't know what that age will be, but I'll know. It. And when I can look him in his eyes and, and he knows that I am committed to this decision, something like that, I'm going to back off. I can only tell you how I learned. I came up under that generation. I'm 42, so I came up under my dad's 57, 58, so them guys. They cheated. Listen, the one thing that, that has served me well, because that let me know the type of person I didn't want to be with my wife. I, I, my dad's a good guy. He's a good guy. But he stepped out on my mama. So if I got some brothers and sisters, give, give me, send me an email. Danny Anderson at Outlook. Danny Anderson Jr. at Outlook.com. If you look anything like me, or if you don't look like me, hell, there's no time. <laughs> no, but uh, I... To me, my experience, and, and that goes for my uncles too, like, they stepped out on that old lady. And it, it seemed like it was more acceptable back then. Because it's like the wives knew it, and they just like, don't bring it home. Just that dichotomy alone, okay? Hardworking, disciplined man, the husband who steps out on his old lady. I think that's just reflective of everything, dude. I, it hit me to the game. I know what the game is, man. I know that there are guys out there that, you know, on one end they're good guys, but on the other end there is something in them that drives them to plant their seeds. I'm not just, I've never stepped out. That let me, I've seen how that hurts, man. It's disrespectful. Whether you can control it or not, it made me smart enough to realize I'm not going to put myself in this position with this woman to even let, allow that mistake. I'm not going to be a victim to that mistake. If I, if I ever did something like, if I ever cheated, it's going to be on my own volition. Like I'm saying, I'm going to step out. Nice to know you. I love you, but I got to get this in. I'm not there yet. I'm never going to be there. I love, me saying I love with my wife means nothing. It is the experience and the times, the good, bad, and everything in between. I hold that higher than that, that quick 
let's just say I'm gonna get this nut off, or I'm, you know, I'm gonna snuggle up with a little honey bun, is what I used to call them, get you a little honey bun for the weekend. And that's what I realized, like, you never, I used to think, like, okay, I'm gonna get it out of me, I'm gonna get it out of me. And then when it's time, you never get it out of you. In my mind, we have been hardwired to procreate. But that's where that's where the spirituality, that's where the, my Christianity comes in. Like I can procreate with my wife all day. Church was a big deal, it, like most families, from what I can assume. But yes, uh, religion was a big deal. You're going to church, you're going you're going to worship. But as, as we all know, uh, the church is probably one of the breeding grounds for infidelity. So I don't know how much influence that had, good or bad. At the end of the day, I, okay, and so. just just the fact of being accountable and responsible for yourself. So we can teach Christianity to 20 people, but if they're not going to hold that as something that's dear to them and something that's important to them, then I mean, you might as well just teach a, a class of uh, crash test dummies the same thing. It's not going to resonate. But I think you're going to have a generation of people who are having sex with robots. We, you're going to have a whole bunch of intelligent, lazy. Just I hate to say that. That that's just how I feel. I think that you're just gonna have a, a generation of people who are marrying robots, pieces of wood. You're gonna get into this this age where anything goes. Right, because you can choose to drink the Kool-Aid <laughs> with the arsenic in it, or you can disregard that. And I'm getting too many calls, so I'm gonna have to be up out of this mud. of our four-part series, The Family Unit, The Fathers of the Past, Present, and Future. We invite you to come and sit with us again as our average Joe, Danny Anderson, speaks on those so very dear to our hearts, the women of the family unit, the mothers, the wives, and daughters of the past, present, and future. So please, tune in next week as we continue our reflections here on free to say. But you call